Welcome to podcast three of How to Win as a Global Leader, the Frank Machetti Memorial Leadership Series told by Bruce Palmer. Podcast three, Global Leadership in Action. The first principle of leadership for anyone, anywhere in the Defence Force or in business, is to know what your people expect of you. I'm sure you can think of times where this principle was successfully applied and other times where it could have been better. Let me give you one example of global leadership skills in action in the Defence Force by following a section of 10 people in a military skills competition. The section corporal was not illiterate, but he had specific educational and learning difficulties. None of the section members were experts in any military skill. The other sections competing had been practising for months and all had experts in military skills in their ranks. The section we will follow was made up of Army Reserve people, had a few weekends of teamwork training which included global leadership skills, but had not had any intensive preparation in any particular military skill. In short, they were normal people off the street with nothing to make them stand out except their teamwork, global leadership skills and the priority they gave to the defence of Australia over their personal lives. The competition was set up to start on one of two parallel ridges with a deep gully between them full of dense vegetation. The briefing indicated that there were eight activities in all, each of about an hour's duration. The first four activities started from the briefing point and were to be completed inside four hours in numerical order from one to four, one being closest and four being the furthest away along the ridge. The last of the first four activities finished at a lunch area with trestle tables and seating, next to the start of the track leading across the gully to the final four activities. Once across the track and onto the other ridge, the remaining four activities were to be completed in numerical order from five to eight to finish the day. Our team stopped at the lunch area after the fourth activity. They had about an hour to have their lunch and cross over to the other ridge to start on the final four activities. They knew they weren't in the running to win the competition, but were still committed to giving it their best shot. As they unsaddled for lunch and wiped the sweat off, the corporal and the section sized up the situation around them, taking in the start of the crossover track, the distance to the other ridge, the depth of the gully and the thick bush in the gully. After a minute or so, the corporal asked them if they wanted to stay and eat lunch where they were or cross over to the other ridge and perhaps get a look at the next activity. All the section indicated they wanted to cross over to the other ridge and check out the next activity before they started their lunch and the corporal immediately told them to saddle up and move out. They saddled up and moved off down the track through dense bush in single file and when they got to the bottom of the gully found another activity deliberately hidden by the organisers. They completed it in the next hour and moved on up the track to the last four activities. They got through the competition without coming tops in any one activity and without eating lunch. None of the other groups attempted the hidden activity in the gully because they'd all stopped for a lunch break and when they got to the bottom of the gully had no time to even think about doing the extra activity. Because they were the only section that completed all nine activities, they won the competition that year. A totally unexpected result by everyone. The corporal 
knew his section expected him to make sound decisions for them. And the section knew their corporal expected them to tell him their thoughts on what those decisions could be. He acted according to their expectations of him and they acted according to his expectations of them. The only difference between a leader and a follower is the leader has the designated responsibility and authority to make decisions on behalf of the designated followers. In terms of leadership skills needed, there is no difference between a leader and a follower. The section performed at a higher level because every member was actively applying global leadership by knowing what their people expected of them. To outperform, all were responsible for applying global leadership skills while still respecting the designated authority of their leader, and they did it well. Every member of the section had been trained in global leadership skills, and they all applied them without in any way risking the authority of the corporal or the chain of command. The result was a small but significant reinforcement of the value of global leadership training. The best way to benefit from this podcast is to use the standard debrief checklist and put it in writing. 1. What went well? Search your memory for times where a team decision gave a result you were proud of. 2. What could have been better? Search your memory for times where not having a team decision gave a result you weren't happy with. 3. What has been the main point of this podcast for you? What stands out most for you from this podcast? And 4. What will you do differently from now on? What changes can you make to improve your global leadership skills and why? Once you've got your debrief down in writing, you have a record of your learning and a guide for a better future. You can download your Podcast 3 debrief template from the Cove. Podcast 4 is Keep Your People Informed. Thanks for listening and I'll see you there.